Hello, everyone. It's March 9th, 2020, and we are broadcasting from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Today, we will continue our discussion on corporate taxation, and we will discuss business owned and operated by spouses and family employees. <clears throat> if you and your spouse jointly own and operate a business and share in the profits and losses, you may be partners in a partnership, whether or not you have a formal partnership agreement. See publication 541 for more details. The partnership is considered the employer of any employees and is liable for any employment taxes due on wages paid to its employees. There's an exception, <clears throat> qualified joint venture. For tax years beginning after 2006, the Small Business and Work Opportunity Act of 2007 provides that a qualified joint venture whose only members are spouses filing a joint income tax return can elect not to be treated as a partnership for federal tax purposes. A qualified joint venture conducts a trader business where, one, the only members of the joint venture are spouses who file a joint income tax return. Two, both spouses materially participate in the, in the trader business, mere joint ownership of property is not enough. Number three, both spouses elect to not be treated as a partnership. And four, the business is co-owned by spouses, by both spouses, and is not held in the name of a state law entity such as a partnership or limited liability company, an LLC. To make the election, all items of income, gain, loss, deduction, and credit must be divided between the spouses in accordance with each spouse's interest in the venture and reported as sole proprietors on a separate Schedule C. Each spouse must also file a separate Schedule SE to pay self-employment taxes as applicable. Spouses using the Qualified joint venture rules are treated as sole proprietors for federal income tax purposes and generally do not, do not need an EIN. If employment taxes are owed by the qualified joint venture, either spouse may report and pay the employment taxes due on the wages paid to the employees using the EIN of that spouse's sole proprietorship. Generally, file... Filing as a qualified joint venture won't increase the spouse's total tax owned on the joint income tax return. However, it gives each spouse credit for Social Security earnings on which retirement benefits are based and for Medicare coverage without filing a partnership return. Note, if your spouse is your employee, not your partner, see the one spouse employed by another in section three, which we're about to discuss. There's an exception, community income. If you and your spouse wholly own an unincorporated business as community property under the community property laws of a state, foreign country, or a U.S. possession, you can treat the business either as a sole proprietorship of the spouse who carried on the business or a partnership. You may still <clears throat> make an election to be taxed as a qualified joint venture instead of a partnership. Now, number th three, family employees, child employed by parents. 
Payments for the services of a child under age 18 who works for his or her parent in a trade or business are not subject to Social Security and Medicare taxes if the trade or business is a sole proprietorship or a partnership in which each partner is a parent of the child. If these payments are for work other than in the trade or business, such as domestic work in a parent's private home, they are not subject to Social Security and Medicare taxes until the child reaches age 21. Payments for the services of a child under age 21 who works for his or her parent, whether or not in the trade or business, are not subject to FUTA tax, federal unemployment tax. Payments for the services of a child of any age who works for his or her parent are generally subject to income tax withholding unless the payments are for domestic work in the parent's home or unless the payments are for work other than in a trade or business and are less than $50 in the quarter or the child is not regularly employed to do such work. One spouse employed by another. The wages for the services of an individual who works for his or her spouse in a trade or business are subject to income tax withholding and Social Security and Medicare taxes, but not to FUTA tax. However, the payments for services of one spouse employed by another in other than a trade or business, such as domestic service in a private home, are not subject to Social Security, Medicare, and FUTA taxes. Covered services of a child or spouse. The wages for the services of a child or spouse are subject to income tax withholding, as well as Social Security, Medicare, and FUTA taxes if he or she works for a corporation, even if it is controlled by the parents, child's parents or an individual's spouse. A partnership, even if the child's parent is a partner, unless each partner is a parent of the child. Number three, a partnership, even if the individual spouse is a partner, or four, an estate, even if the estate is of a, of a deceased parent. In these situations, the child or spouse is considered to work for the corporation, partnership, or estate, but not you. <clears throat> parent employed by son or daughter. When the employer is a son or daughter employing his or her parent, the following rules apply. Payments for the services of a parent in the son's or daughter's, the employer's trade or business are subject to income tax withholding and Social Security and Medicare taxes. Payments for the services of a child not in the son's or daughter's, the employer's trade or business are generally not subject to Social Security and Medicare taxes. Caution from the IRS. Social Security and Medicare taxes do apply to payments made to a parent for domestic services if all of the following apply. Number one, the parent is employed by his or her son or daughter. Number two, the son or daughter, which are the employer, has a child or stepchild, including an adopted child living in the home. Number three, the son or daughter, the employer, is a widow or a widower, divorced and not remarried, or living with a spouse, or who because of a mental or physical condition, can, cannot care for the child or stepchild for at least four continuous weeks in the calendar quarter in which the service is performed. 
And four, the child or stepchild is either under age 18 or due to a mental or physical condition, requires the personal care of an adult for at least four continuous weeks in the calendar quarter in which the service is performed. Payments made to a parent employed by his or her child are not subject to FUTA tax regardless of the type of services provided. Employees Social Security Number, SSN. You are required to get each employee's name and Social Security Number and to enter them on Form W-2. This requirement also applies to resident and non-resident alien employees. You should ask your employee to show you his or her Social Security card. The employee may show the card if it is available. Caution from the IRS, do not accept a Social Security card that says not valid for employment. <clears throat> a Social Security number issued in this legend does not permit employment. You may, but are not required to photocopy the Social Security card <clears throat> if the employee provides it. If you don't provide the correct employee name and Social Security number on Form W-2, you may owe a penalty unless you have a reasonable cause. See publication 1586, Reasonable Cause Regulations and Requirements for Missing and Incorrect Name Tins for the information on the requirement to solicit the employee's Social Security number. For further information, go to our website, www.fender-tax.com.